0: Hello there, and welcome to the latest episodes of the Sift Takers Snapshot Podcast. I'm your host this evening, Will Pinter, and I'm joined by Colin Brown. Hello there. And once again, Adam Shipley. Hello there. People are going to start making rumours that you've become a Sift Taker, Adam.
1: (laughs) I'm going to have to buy a shirt or something. (laughs) Hey!
0: Darren Granth did it join us. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even live anywhere it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so what we're going to talk about this evening um as well as um I'll mention um the whole hyperspace later but continuing the theme of worlds I want to do talk about the the lost ships of worlds. Basically um someone Put out a load of lists, and out of the sixty-five ships in the game, only sixty were present at worlds. Um, five were completely not played, and also, and further four only made a single appearance. So, running down. So, what we're going to do is have a, quite a bit, bit of look at why they're not good and why they weren't taken. So, first one first. Um, Ewing, column. What are your thoughts?
2: This is the most surprising of the list for me Like the fact that no one took Karin Horn blows my mind People love him for some reason So the fact that he didn't pop up once Is surprising And he's not He's not a bad ship I think he is a standout from the from this list maybe Well I've also got another one I think that stands out But the E-Wing is, is a decent ship Like if you put a Proton Torp on Karin he's, like, he's fine Is he though? Um, well, he's fine. Like, I don't think he's, like, of all the ships in the game, for him not to show up is a bit of a, a weird one. Like, he's always been just a worse Luke in a lot of ways. Um, And that's still the case. I don't know if people thought the meta didn't suit him,
0: but... Okay. Adam, what do you think about it?
1: Um, I, I would agree with Colm. Uh, the E-Wing, I think has a lot of options for someone who's maybe a little bit more casual maybe someone going to the last chance qualifier who maybe is a bit more local um i thought maybe someone would risk an e-wing or an e-wing list or e-wing alpha strike list because you could probably pick up a few games by just turning up with focus target lock and some munitions with three ships i mean you can fit two e-wings and wedge in a list with munitions that's not a bad list So I'd agree with Colin. I'm surprised E-Wing is on this list. I'm surprised not a single person wanted double mods in their opening engagement.
0: I mean, do you not think it's a bit of a one-trick pony, though? Yeah, but it works. um, I mean, with the meta at the moment being Swarm and things like that, and people scared of Nantex and, you know, Aces being able to dodge, do do you reckon that's why Corrin's not been taken? Because there's a lot of things, Dodging arcs or Swarm, that's just going to swallow it up yeah
1: it's yeah, it, it, like three agility's great and like access to all the actions white is great um it's probably like you guys have covered this before and has that linked action on the e-wing is just awful and if there was something better maybe that takes it a little bit further and you'd see someone playing it yeah i agree
2: about the linked action and i think really Looking at this whole list of ships, linked actions are kind of a, a common theme. Oh, yeah. In that ships that don't have good linked actions can be bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, with the E-Wing, the linked actions don't, like, really sync with the actual uh, ship abilities. Do you know what I mean? It just seems a bit odd. Um, okay, you said this one and another one took your eye, Colin. What, what was the other one that, that brought, took your eye? Uh, the TIE Aggressor. So the TIE Aggressor is,
2: in a lot of ways, you know, pretty uninspiring. If you look at the generics, they're similarly priced to a TIE Bomber, but a bit less health. Like, they're not going to rule the roost in terms of efficiency uh, compared to stuff like uh, droid swarms. But I really like Kestel. Like, I think if with all the Jedi and Imperial Aces knocking around... I think Kestel is just a genuinely good shout. Mm.
0: Uh,
2: and playing around before Worlds, I know Darren uh, was thinking about taking Lieutenant Kestel and Aggressor just because her ability. So if you put barrage rockets on her and Fifth Brother on her, and then you just focus up, you can spend your focus to cancel their blank and eyeball results. And then with Fifth Brother, potentially punch a crit through. And like, I've destroyed Jedi with that ship. So the fact that it didn't show up at all, you know, I think it's, it's a missed opportunity, really. I'll let all of you know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of things wrong with it, is that, you know, it's not got much health, it's too agility, it can die quite easily. But I found, I found just keeping it back and sniping away with Barash rockets it's like, it's genuinely pretty good.
1: Yeah. I I was surprised no one uh, tried to make um, a, a tie aggressor list in the style of a republic torrent list because it's basically the same thing. It is a republic torrent. It costs a few more points, but you add a shield instead of a hull, and you have a much better dial. And if like as soon as people start to realize that it is the same thing, otherwise it's just a better torrent for three more points.
0: But th- there's nothing really that's like a sinker. Is the I mean, Hal Runner? Uh, it's not really like, Sinker, though, is it? <laughs> I mean, yes, it
1: is. It is. The, it it is. actually is it's the other popular. way around. It should be what's like Hal Runner? Sinker? <laughs> fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And um, yeah, also so. Sloan. Yeah, but there we go. Like, yeah, yeah Imperial of all the, of all the, um, Imperials can do this. They can put a bunch of ships on the board and give them mods with a Sloan swarm. TIE Aggressors are great for that. Uh, Hal Runner TIE Aggressors are great for that. <laughs> it should work. Someone should have figured this out.
2: I think Make- it's just the TIE Fighters a little bit like you can either maybe go two aggressors or start like fitting in three TIE Fighters. It doesn't like. Well, I mean, they're they're five points more expensive, not like that much, but you know the lists that are comparable to say double Jedi, double Torrent. You would see Vader seen here in three academy pilots. Yeah. So people just tended to go that way rather than the aggressor. Yeah. Well, I think it is a fair point.
0: Well, yeah, it is. I mean, there, there's the Imperial aggressor. Ironically, what won last worlds, the IG aggressor, didn't even appear at all either. It's so sad. Like, like,
1: the fact you can now fit three of them in a list is also. I, it's like the E-Wing you do look at it and think surely someone was going to be brave and put in three IGs or the two IG plus um oh Colm what's the other ship Fallon that's it yeah, Four Fallon is the obvious choice in that list because it's I can't believe fantastic. you went to
0: Colm with that question instead of the guy who plays Scum <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that list
1: yeah I was gonna, I'm pretty sure Colm wrote it.
0: <laughs> we all wrote a Scum list Colm <laughs>
2: You saw me write that in the group chat, and then it's like, oh, I'll write that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but that is a great list. Like, I, I have played that list. I have, I have put that on the board against people, and a couple of aggressors plus Fallon, it's really good fun. Yeah, like nothing else. It, the synergy is great. All three ships having the abilities because you've got the IG. I, I was surprised that someone didn't risk that because, you know, three evade dice, three attack dice, three everything. Mm-hmm. Fair well.
2: Yeah, it's just a lot of single mods, I think, from my time playing it. It's like, you're spreading your calculates around, so you've got a lot of, like, modding single dice, but sometimes you just blank out an attack, and you just don't do anything, and it feels bad. Or you die. Like, none of the three ships in that list are particularly robust. You can put a in event. Yeah, but I don't think it does enough. Yeah, fair enough. I think it does come down, again, to, like, linked actions. If they had some kind of action into a boost, or... Something like that.
1: I reckon the last two on this list, I, I am properly amazed that no one picked. Um, can I pick one of them, Will?
0: Yeah, go for it, mate.
1: Scumhan. How yes. has no one turned up at Worlds with Scumhan? <laughs> like, Scumhan's amazing. You just put the title on, put Trickshot on, get to range one through a rock, and just take things off the board. Loads and... No player is currently playing to not be stressed the stress tokens pop in every single turn of every single game scum hand loves this meta, loves eating nantexes loves just everything and no one took scum hand. i don't understand
0: it's a good it is a good point i mean you know it, uh, it's it is surprising uh, especially with everyone worrying about nantex and things like that and getting tracted and blah 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 you'd think Maybe bigger base and medium base ships would have been more prevalent. Um, Everyone's biggest complaint
1: is the two dice gun, but with the title, it's not really a two dice gun. You will have something nearby that is either through a rock or stressed. You will have a three dice gun. You just will, or you'll be at range one. You know, whatever.
0: Do, do you think it makes it makes you predictable though? Because of, obviously, if you're putting tricks on there, they know you're going to be aiming for a rock. Does it make you more predictable in this matter? I think with
1: trick shot and the
0: title and range control, you have so many
1: options that you can pick and choose. Uh, Plus big base boost. Yeah. It it is arguably the best ship in the game and no one took it. (laughs) It's it's bonkers. Do you think the amount
2: of gas clouds has something to do with it? Uh, mm. Because they just kind of negate his ability on offense.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Mind you, there's you, you, not pick, that you many take things. take three of your own
2: stressed. anyway. Oh, what gets stressed? A-Wings get stressed, but they don't have to.
1: I mean, they, a lot they, but they do, though, don't they? Yeah.
2: I think as well, being a big ship, like there's almost as many things that are bad about being a big ship that are as good. Like, Sunfak and Tractors, hooray. But at the same time, every... Like, tier can line up his bullseye very easily and get his double mods on you and stuff so i think while stressed well not really i mean you can just potentially boost just do a single action and then he gets his free focus and potentially predator yeah
0: he's not
2: stressed and doing that and also like like what do you put with them which is a problem for all of the scrum ships but
1: i think that's probably more the issue it's not that the ship is bad it's that if you pick that ship what does the rest of the list look like do you go Han and Bobber? Do you go Han and Fenn? Han and Guri? Like, you end up in a, a two, maybe three ship build. Having said that, you can just stick a, a pod inside you as well and have even more shit. Oh, yeah, it's such a good ship.
0: <laughs> I don't understand. Um, fair one. And then finally, I mean, Phantom Attack Shuttle.
1: Uh, totally fair that no one took it apart from Sabine Ren. Mm. considering how many people turned up with sabine wren at the start of 2.0 and were like i'll take free supernatural reflexes thanks
0: yeah i mean it's not we're not seeing it at all really are we i don't think i've seen it on the board with unless it's been sabine um Colm, you're more of a rebel player than me i think yeah sabine was the standout choice in that
2: she had her ability but she got pushed up to being just that little bit too expensive i don't think it's necessarily that bad a ship like zeb for 34 is a three you know four health three dice ship with a, a decent enough linked action with the
0: rolling to evade like he's not bad he's just not great what what's the same at that price point
1: realistically in rebels you're looking at <clears throat> um the mid-range named z's aren't you and yeah y-wings i suppose yeah, so he's like, if you look at the list that was in the final that
2: had Blount, the Z95, yeah. he's 30 points. Yeah. So if you swapped out Blount, he gets an extra dice situationally for Zeb. He gets his extra dice all the time, but is a lower initiative. And then you also have to strip out crack shots on your other ships. So it's just like, like you know, I'm, he's not, he's not that bad. It's just like Blount is probably that little bit better in that specific situation, say, and then... There's not that many situations where they are actually that good. Like, I'm surprised. Why is the Phantom attack shuttle not been taken by anyone, but someone has taken a Rebel TIE fighter? What's
1: up with that? Two people That's have taken a Rebel TIE fighter. Was it what? both Sabine Wren? I don't know. Because she is fantastic filler in a TIE
0: fighter. Mm, yeah, fair point. <laughs> um, I mean. I mean, I don't know Uh, what. I think there is no good answer to that
2: question, to be honest it's just, you have this amount of people and they've all selected some stuff and even if you just did it randomly, something would probably get left out
1: Yeah, I think that's the, 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 yeah, cold spot on there there's going to be something it just happens to be these, although I still don't get a hand but anyway
2: Oh, it's the two attack. Even those turns where he just has two attack dice and it's single modded, and you're always one hit, is
0: enough to make me sad about.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, okay, so then. So, so they're the ones that have made no appearances. The the ones that I've only made a single appearances. Right, the first one I'll jump on because I know exactly who took it. Um, <laughs> it it's the YV six six six. We all know it's our, our friend Timo Rab, and um, nope. the only person. I, I thought after people seeing his list and all the rest of it, uh, um, XTC and things like that, I, I thought people, more people than just Timo would adopt this list. Um, why do you think they didn't? Um, it's hard to bandwagon something that you don't fully understand.
2: Excellently mm. mm. put, yeah. It's not obvious how to play that list.
1: Yeah, I, I heard of Timo's list and I know, who, I know who Timo is and I know all the ships in that list. And I couldn't in my head figure out how to win with that.
0: Fair enough. Is that all we've seen
1: <laughs> I mean, what is the list, Will?
0: Um, the list off the top of my head. Oh, I've got it written down. I'll have to find it. But
1: <laughs> see, there we go. I think we've answered our own question.
0: What was it? Bosch, Koska, and Forlum. Bosk, Koska, Forlum. Yes, oh, that that's the it, bad- yeah. that's the badger. Yeah. So Forlum's the what? One- passes the stress. Koska's getting. Koska's getting the extra die. Is that right? Is it Koshka? Hang on. Or is it a reroll? No, or is it the special attack out the back? Yeah, you may re- reroll a dice
2: if the uh, if the uh, ship you're attacking or is attacking you is stressed.
0: Yeah. So yeah, obviously you're passing the tr- uh, stress off with fall arm, and um, the YV is just blasting stuff. It's, yeah. I mean, I've seen it played. Um, I wouldn't take it. But that's because I'm not Timo Rab, <laughs> basically. And he's yeah, but he's had plenty of practice with this. But I just thought I've seen quite a few people talking about that list on uh, different forums, like on Facebook and stuff like that. And so I'm surprised more people didn't adopt it. Um, yeah. um <laughs> someone took as a took
1: <laughs> That's a weird one to me. So a bit of context i I don't know who took it but on one of the previous crate bets recently they tried to work out what the weirdest ship that would make a top cut would be and the ozatook was the one that most people thought and then it happened so i assume it might be the same person who made a top cut a couple of weeks ago and it got a little bit accidentally famous because it was a crate bet right Or one of the crates took it themselves. (laughs) Yeah, to to become their own bets. This is entirely possible. It could be a weird meta thing that has nothing to do with playing and winning, but other reasons for doing weird things.
0: Fair one. Um, So, I mean, let's be honest. The the Azatuck is well overpriced for what it does, um, in my eyes. Um, Far too expensive. Um, And reinforces not what it was on an It really isn't. Um, I mean, Wolfaro still good, you know, st- still great. It's it's still a great selfless machine, but there is better stuff out there to use, um, and price points wise.
2: I think there's a meta aspect to it as well. Like even back in one point oh, like at Rick's Prime, when things shifted to lists with more ships in, so like when there was five X-wings around, Lowrix got a lot worse because its yeah. abilities only good against one attack so if the game ever does shift back around to you know very low numbers of ships per list lower will get a lot better but i agree for the moment it is just a case of being overcosted. really
1: it'd be interesting to see because uh, they've got to re-release that ship at some point if they do a, a new sculpt or a new paint job and then maybe change the points a bit that'll be interesting
2: yeah like, it's the dial has gotten a lot better on it since first edition. Like, it has a a, fo- a stop now, and it has a barrel roll, which it didn't have before. So it's a lot more maneuverable of a thing. So if they ever come back around to the situation, you know, where we are at low ship numbers or good, cheap, passive mods for attack dice come back, look out for the Azatoc, I think.
0: Yep. yep. So, yt um, one of the most ridiculously expensive ships in the game, Dash. Uh, I'm assuming someone took. Maybe they took Lebo. I don't know. But I imagine it'd be Dash. Um, What do we think about that?
1: It's so hard to put a partner with Dash at the moment. Uh, Trying to find a buddy. uh, Phil Blackmore took Dash um, to America and to Denver and thoroughly enjoyed himself, but said it was, like, so hard. (laughs) It's just such a hardship
0: to have, like, good games with at the moment. So... I mean, you're almost forced to... If you take Dash, you're almost forced to to have a two-ship list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, to sum up
2: Dash
1: at the moment, he's, he's hand but worse. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, he well, has to you have to put so many Dash. upgrades on him, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's no Jake to fly with him, really, is he? Like well, the no, old Dash really Jake, but... Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the old Dash Miranda. there is literally jake but
2: yeah yeah it can't boost you know it's got a spiral but then you have to put expert handling to make it reasonable and it's only single modding it's attack dice even though there's four of them like it's just take it
1: is it's funny that like very very briefly this year uh dash was suddenly amazing because it was fire he was firing initiative seven uh, with like four dice and loads of mods and like killing stuff before they barely even activated. And then they closed the loophole and immediately no one could figure out
0: how to play him again. Yeah. <laughs> Not even Rich Polly. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you can see why he's gone out. Um, and then finally, the Jump Master, even with a new re- release and the points drop, um, two points drops, in fact. It's still not it's still not being played. Yeah. Large base two dice guns are hard.
2: Yeah, plus the dial
1: on that thing. It's just yeah. it's just not playable. No. Um it it needs some scum droids. There needs to be some scum droids or something that's gonna be specifically. Hilariously, they're going to have to specifically fix the jumpmaster after spending years specifically (laughs) trying to do the opposite. Yeah, Yeah. like
2: Uh, if if the jumpmaster as it is right now could take R four Astromech, it would be okay. Yeah,
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, But the fact that you are stuck doing like left hand turns forever, and the turret works differently. It's like it's only a single arc rather than that bow tie arc. Just make it.
0: Hard. I mean, is it the fact that it's predictable? Because, I mean, surely Dengar, how cheap he is, you know, you'd think he'd be quite good. You just, you have to stick the title on there, don't you? And then, he's not
1: quite as cheap as you think, and then, you want to put a bit of mods on, and then he's, and then suddenly he's expensive.
2: Mm. Yeah. Like, there will be, like Dengar at i6, you know, there will be a price point where he's good, but, the has never been, like, resilient. So, yeah, I just don't think you get the value out of it before it just goes up in smoke.
1: Um, of course, you know, Scum are rocking the only um, list in the game where you can have three i6s,
0: but it's just not very good. No, true. I've I still yet to try that list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fun, doesn't it? It should probably yeah. be played on a Tuesday at some point. I
0: know. It, it fits as well. It's just ridiculous. Um, yeah the fact that you can get three i6s but no one everyone's going nah <laughs> yeah. not, even, not even then <laughs> so
2: i had that when the price drop came out uh the last price drop you can fit in dengar with like three cartel executioners and dengar gets title in r 5 p and then you've got three points left over and i still think that list seems okay i've just never gotten around to actually playing it
1: I think, as you said, Colm, you, you're relying on your opponent, not realising that they can just go to one side of Dengar, and suddenly Dengar's pointless. Like, if they stayed in Iraq, happy days, but...
2: Yeah. It's like, it's like a Nantex's problems amplified massively. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't move. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, then. Well, that's enough about the lost ships. Um, we'll move on to... Hull hyperspace, uh, just quickly. Um, did everyone get a chance to have a look at the whole hyperspace
2: uh, at the top oh. few lists? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, I, I, well, sh- shall I just go straight to the final and talk about the final list and then we can talk about interesting lists that made uh, the cut? Yeah, go for it, Well, So, obviously, in the final, then, um, you had Pete Clifton. Um, with uh, an interesting list. He had Grievous uh, with Kraken, uh, some Vulture Droids, um, which I thought, and uh, a Techno Union bomber. And then Nick Burke, who was the eventual winner, with Obi and Annie. Um, What do we think? What what do you think about that, Ads? So, Republic are strong. (laughs)
1: Let's start there, (laughs) shall we? Like happy days so ffg are doing a fantastic job of introducing the new factions to us uh by making them win a lot so even with two ship variants uh who knew um yeah i i'd love to have seen what happened in the final i, I as you said uh, i've heard it was quite a tense affair uh last moment uh like getting the win i bet nick nick went to um italy with us uh so that was quite cool so it's, it's nice to know that he's out and about and he's winning hyperspaces but yeah I don't know if I'd take
2: he's a good player you made uh, at the element hyperspace trial I remember you made it very far into cut and same with the UK system open last one he's been putting in good results
1: I don't know if I'd be brave enough to take uh, a two ship both small base
0: lists anywhere I mean, he did win it on the last roll of the dice, quite literally. Uh, range one, threw a rock, uh, killed the drone off uh, to go ahead. Um, he was ahead most of the game, um, then managed to get his uh, his OB died, um, and then he just had to pull it back. He had literally one turn to pull it back. Um, pre-cog reflexes, a um, barrel roll, did his maneuver into a into into, um, into a droid to stop him going on the rock which was a great move and then and then shot the uh, drone off the board uh, to win the game so it was really good um, it yeah it was a tense affair it went for the full 2 hours um so yeah yeah
2: it's like that jedi list is never going to be able to work its way through the, the uh, droid swarm the, what did you think of the droid swarm will cuz to me it looks quite old school which maybe seems funny to say for like quite a new set of releases, but you know, there's energy cell charges, whereas the, the trend at the moment seems to be dropping those and going for more droids and putting in grappling struts.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting. Um, I mean, Grievous, obviously soulless one, Kraken, good ship. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't argue about the ship Kraken. Uh, maybe, um, the techno union bomberad though had proton torpedoes and probe droids on it, and then mm-hmm. five other drones with energy shells. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. It does seem pretty old school, um, and I mean, obviously he's won with it. Um, obviously he got all the way through to the final. I'm, I'm I'm interested to to see what his matchups were and what he come up against. I mean, there was 38 people there in total who signed up, so. You know, it'll be interesting to see what his rounds were. I didn't manage to see what he got through. Um, But yeah. um, But it's not bad, though, is there? Energy cell charges are still,
2: like, there's a lot of three dice attacks there. Like proton torpedoes with the probe droids. So, in the first engage, you're getting them off. is scary. Especially against those, um, you know, for Nick's list with the two Jedi. If he gets a lock off on those, like, he has to be super careful about engaging.
0: Yeah. It, it just seems like, obviously he's got the pro droids, but it just seems like there's nothing keeping them alive. Well, mean, you love K2 and can't see anything else. No, 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 <laughs> no I, I do love K2, yeah. But even TV175, do you know what I mean? Even TV, he, he's really good as well. At least if you lose a drone, then everyone's gaining something off it. I mean, Kraken's good, uh, don't get me wrong, but only three things are benefiting from that not everybody if you mm-hmm. lose one so it's it if, <laughs> it's like um it's um initiative one alpha strike if you will do you know what i mean but not an alpha strike <laughs> yeah
1: um
0: it's if you can get all guns to target then yeah it can delete ships um
2: Uh, i think i get you though
0: like i've never been the biggest fan of kraken
2: on grievous especially because he seems to just do best as like a flanker you don't want him having to hang around supporting necessarily
1: um i thought the whole top eight was pretty pretty fun though the you had um a resistance list you had a double double decimator list uh you had the the new republic and stuff so it was very much all the new factions, which after watching Worlds and seeing all the original factions was quite cool. Uh, there was also um, a Fenrao Guri list down there as well, top eight. So, yeah, nice mix.
0: If you want to check it out, guys, you can see it on uh, Tabletop TO um, under Hull's Angels Hyperspace Trial. Um, that's all we've got time for. We've uh, rambled on for quite a bit. Um, well, well done to um, Hull. Um, for running the hyperspace during Worlds for Brave Cole, um, and well done to Adam Stevenson for running it and helping run the stream there and commentating um, so I'll say goodbye from me uh, It's goodbye from Cole toodles and goodbye from Adam goodbye thanks for coming on again Adam you're welcome till the next time on the Sift Taker Snapshots podcast goodbye